0: this episode is brought to you by me time or hashtag have a moment for yourself it is a morning routine kit it's so amazing i use it every single day i'm obsessed with the eucalyptus oil they also have a affirmation stack a journal and then a curated spotify playlist you can use code jennifer for 20 percent off and i will also leave the link in the show notes Hey guys, welcome back to the Attracting Abundance podcast. This is episode 43. Um, My name is Jennifer Larkin. If this is your first time tuning in, if not, thank you guys so much for being here and welcome back. I was listening to the last episode in my car, which is where I usually like listen to them after the fact because I want to just see how they kind of sound, like if there's a lot of noise and stuff like that. And I feel like when I was driving, it was a little quiet. Like I feel like I have to turn it up a lot, but I'm wondering how it sounds to you guys in your headphones, so let me know if you guys like, just let me know. I can't really do much about it right now, but I'm just curious about what you guys think. So anyways, today's episode is gonna be about just kind of like overall labels of spirituality and not accepting the norms and some more stuff again this is kind of going to be a jumble but these are the things that kind of came to mind and i'm just feeling like i have a lot of energy after being in new york today and i want to batch this this is actually for next tuesday so this will be you know the day this comes out i'm recording this about a week before which feels so good because i have not been doing that lately so Let's just get into it. I pulled a card from the Me Time deck today like I've been doing and this is what it says. It says, I have full faith I will be guided to exactly where I need to be. Just feel into that. Such a good reminder. I love that so much and I really, really do feel that right now. So my three good things for today is that I had that Rodan Infields casting callback today in New York City, which I think went well. I'll tell you about it in a second with the story. I am going out to dinner tonight with my boyfriend, which is fun because it's like Tuesday. We usually don't do that, but we're not hanging out this weekend because I'm going to the beach with my girlfriends. So I was like, let's go out to dinner. And I was like, I need like a glass of wine and some nice food because today was just so long (laughs) and I feel like I've just been so busy like running around. I need to like spend some quality time with him and just go out to a nice dinner. And then the weather's so nice out, like, oh, I just, again, I'm so happy that it's warm and sunny. So let's do our breathing together. Let's take a huge exhale out of your lungs. (sighs) Hold it. And then breathe in your nose. Hold it at the top and breathe out your nose. And hold the exhale. You can breathe normally. It's grounding us into the present moment as always. So, my funny story today is that I had the casting in New York City, and it was just, the whole day was just, oh my goodness, like, I woke up late, I just, like, did not want to get up, like, I pushed it a little far, so I ended up getting to the city kind of late, but I had a time frame for my casting from, like, 11.30 to 12.30, so it was fine, but I was showing up thinking, like, oh god, I'm gonna be, like, the last one there, it's gonna be, like, over, I was stressing out, like, there was so much traffic in the area I needed to go for the casting, so I got parking, and just all good whatever get to the casting and I show up and like usually you have to like sign in you write your name your agency whatever and then you just like wait for somebody to come grab you so I get there there's maybe like six girls still waiting so I'm like oh interesting like this is about to end so I'm surprised there's a bunch of people here and as I'm signing in I see that there's like a piece of paper with some lines on it and I'm like oh my god I'm going to have to act today and if you guys have listened to the episode about my t-mobile casting you will know that i do not like things like this and if you haven't listened to that you got to go listen to it i forget what episode it is but it's like maybe like my embarrassing story i think that's what i named it and it's so embarrassing and so funny but that was like you know 10 years ago so anyways i'm definitely a lot more comfortable now with castings and i have done some things where i have a casting where i have to do like a scripted thing for like it's essentially just like assuming it's a commercial because there's talking involved and maybe that stuff's used on social media nowadays whether it's like an ad on Instagram or whatever but usually it is for some sort of like commercial that you'll see on TV or something so I'm like okay I was not ready for this like I wasn't mentally prepared to come in and have to like remember lines and like not that it really matters but like I'm just not used to that like I'm not an actress for this reason that's why I'm a model instead and I just was like okay so we need to get into the zone and then there's somebody there that I haven't seen in a long time so we're talking which like calms my nerves which I talked about before but I'm like oh my god I need to like memorize these lines and you basically have to like memorize the lines and then you, there's like some instruction to do like nonverbal stuff because it's for like a hair job and whatever. So I'm like, I'm like kind of freaking out because I'm just like, I'm so nervous, like all this stuff, whatever. So I have to wait for like an hour and we're sitting on these types of seats where it's like kind of like stadium style where it folds up. And then when you like get up, it goes back up or sorry, it folds down and you sit on it. But when you get up, it like folds back up. So that, you know, obviously people can, like, pass by. It's not a problem. So I'm, like, sitting on this seat for, like, an hour. So I, like, you know, I'm, like, okay, just checking to see, like, where my name is on the list. And I'm sitting, like, directly in front of the list. So I just kind of, like, bend over and I, like, look at the list. And then I just sit back down, not remembering that the seat was literally, like, folds up by itself. So I fully fall on the ground. Like, my ass smacks on the ground, like... It all happened so fast and like, oh my god, it was, one, so embarrassing, two, really hurt. I like scratched my back and scratched my elbow, so I'm sure I'll have some sort of bruise because I bruise super easily. But I was like, great, great way to start this. So it kind of shook me up, kind of actually like shook me, shook me out of my anxiety with everything. But then I was like, oh my god, I have to like go in and like one more person, I have to go in. It's so like my friend goes in, whatever. Seems fine. She doesn't say anything bad about it. She's in there for a little bit. And then I go in and then they basically like ask me a bunch of questions about my hair. I do like some pictures. They do some like front, side, side, back with my hair, shake it out. Like it's all about like, okay, what does your hair look like? And then like, how are you on camera? So I do like a couple poses. And then I think the clients were actually there and they were asking me like, because mine was all about like this volume regimen that they have or that they're going to be selling and I had to basically talk about like acting about how this volume regime regimen like helps my hair and then I had to say like and do like the little non-verbals of my hair like fake shampooing conditioner putting some leave-in or something and then also saying basically what I liked about the product which I have to make it up because I'm not actually using this product so that was pretty fun. <laughs> Definitely out of my comfort zone, but it's good to do those things. It's good to be ready for those things if you're wanting to be a model because sometimes it happens. And getting a I mean getting a commercial job would be like sick. Like I would that would be amazing. It's like, you know, The America's Next Top Model like what is it? Was it clean and clear or whatever the, the the things that they did? Oh my gosh. If you guys watch it, you know what I'm talking about. Like they would have the piece of paper. It would be scripted. They would have to practice it. Like I always was like, oh my God, that'd be so much fun. But I always got super nervous because I was always like, how am I going to remember lines? And like acting is like I'm I don't know what it is. I think it's, like, honestly, like, a fear of being seen fully, maybe. Like, because I get so in my head about acting of, like, what if I do it wrong? Or, like, they're going to make fun of me. Or, like, honestly, like, I don't even know. But, like, it is, like, one of my bigger fears to, like, act. Like, legitimately act. So, I don't know what that is. Like, I took this acting, literally, like, one day class in L.A. one time with my roommate and they put us in like a circle. It, I forget. I forget like what kind of acting class it was, but I did it to basically become a better model. And I think I bought like three classes, and I only went to one because I just like freaked out. And they put us in like a circle, and they made us do that exercise where you have to do like the ninja, like you know, like hiya, <laughs> and like in the circle. I I simply could not. Like my my vocal cords actually like froze up. Like I I was unable to do it. Like I can't explain it. It was so strange. And something that has actually really helped me is doing like mantras and kundalini yoga, like singing mantras with meditation because it like opens up my throat chakra and I've like worked on my throat chakra opening for like a really long time now. And that's why I feel like, you know, even this podcast really helps me be better at speaking and talking like more calmly, you know, when I'm trying to tell a story and not like speed it up. So that's been really helpful for me. But yeah, like the kundalini has helped me with like, speaking in larger groups like I know I've gone to the same kundalini retreat for two years um you know COVID kind of got in the way but uh, two years besides COVID one year in the middle and um we did like a huge circle where we all had to sing basically like a mantra and we would go around and each person would like say it and I was so nervous but it was like it was so freeing and felt so natural to me and then like i almost thrive in those settings where like i want to like have the microphone and talk about my experience there but if i'm like somewhere else i would absolutely not want to do that um and because i don't like a lot of attention on me but i at those things i feel really comfortable but i think it's like i mean it's so different at a retreat like you're getting super close to like all of like the women or whoever you're there with and stuff like that so That kind of segues us into the idea of like spirituality and I do talk about in this kind of part of the podcast that episode that I want to talk about with spirituality and like my experience at the Kundalini retreat and things like that. So just a quick thought I thought would maybe resonate with some people is that, you know, I would consider myself to be like quite a spiritual person and, um, you know, I was raised that way. I didn't always really believe in these sort of things, but, you know, um, probably the last ever since I probably graduated, like maybe the last year of college. So like 2018, 2019, I started really getting into this. I started getting into kundalini yoga in 2019 because a friend of mine was into it. And then I joined these two women's like five day challenge. And then I, you know, there's no turning back. So I, you know, I've always been pretty spiritual, but I always had this idea because I think a lot of Oh, like I don't even know like I mean it stems from a lot of things. It stems from how it's portrayed in movies, television, like books and gurus and all these sort of things that it's all pure and you know they don't do any evil. I mean quote evil like whatever you believe, you know. Um, and I, but the biggest thing for me was that like in my mind, I thought, You can't be a spiritual person if you curse, if you drink, if you participate in these quote bad things like, you know, maybe sex before marriage or, you know, just like, like talking, you know, talking badly behind people's back or like venting or like, you know, anything that's quote like a sin, you know. And but the biggest thing for me was like cursing and drinking like whenever I was around like people at these retreats and things like I well one I didn't drink because I didn't want to because I was trying to like take a break from alcohol and kind of just like center more into my like spirituality but I felt like I never really wanted to like tell people about that in those sort of settings and I, I never wanted to try and not curse as much because again, I read a room. Like, I can kind of tell if people, like, don't curse or whatever. And even if I say, like, one word and I can kind of tell, like, their nonverbals of, like, okay, they they didn't really like that. And then I'll, like, dial it back and try not to curse. But by nature, I kind of just curse. Like, it it just kind of, like, enunciates everything and and gives more, like, oomph to things. I don't really know the words I'm looking for. Um, But anyways, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that you can absolutely be spiritual and do those things like the specific things mean like that i have listed are like cursing and drinking and because like these are really all constructs like people that are actually like if you're actually spiritual like you will accept anyone and everyone that's why my business literally came from like all vibrations allowed because it's like you know there are going to be points in your life where you're not feeling as high vibe as other times but like you're still worthy of things in those periods of your life or you know those like downs and dips in your life and so anyways the point of the kundalini retreat was that when i went to the first one in joshua tree there was this guest who was like very spiritual in my eyes and, and very well respected in the community and she was cursing the entire time she was on the stage and i was like. It opened my eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize I needed to see this so badly because I didn't realize like how blocked I was from it. And I was like, I don't feel like that took away from the validity of your spirituality or anything. I actually told her after, I was like that, like just like, thank you for doing that. Because like, I know this might sound so silly to people but it was just like, I don't know. It basically like gave me permission that I needed that like if I wanted to curse, it was fine, and if it felt right to me in that time, like, I should just say it. And then I wanted to get into the idea of, like, the idea of permission because during quarantine I was in this women's group and we would have these, like, weekly musings and one of them was about, um, like, the idea of permission and how we maybe subliminally are always asking for permission, especially, like, again, I don't like to gender things, but like. It is kind of more common for women to be more submissive or ask for permission in ways like saying like, You know what I mean? Is that okay? Like, you know, things like that where like I've talked about this before where I like it's it's a Kind of subconscious thing that I do where I say like, you know what I mean at the end because I've been so conditioned to do that. So it's just again real no real point to me saying this but just maybe like some homework or for you to just now that you've heard this be more mindful of like how am i how much am i actually subliminally asking for permission in my life and i i don't mean like outright saying like hey is this okay if i do this like being like for this example like do i need permission to curse like no you can do what you want but i feel like in so many areas of our life we do look for externals to be like is that okay is that appropriate and i think sometimes like most of the time, really, you have the answers within you, and you know if it's right or not. Like you don't you don't really need to ask for permission for anything because you really know the answer. But again, I just challenge you to look at your life to see how much are you maybe subliminally asking for permission, because when I had that musing, it was like super fascinating for me to dive into ways that I was asking for permission in ways that I really did not realize that I was doing that. So the next topic I want to get into is the idea of not accepting negativity into my life. So again, I don't, I do not believe in toxic positivity, I think We are human beings, we go in ebbs and flows, like there are going to be negative times in your life. I'm fully here for, you know, being in the negativity, sometimes being in the sadness and feeling the emotions and then bring yourself out of that. But also seeing the positives, you know, there's a balance to everything. There's always a balance. And I think that if I can get anything across is that it's all about balance, it's all about things and doses, you know, we're just human beings, you know, just here on this earth trying to make it through, you know, this life and hopefully really enjoy this life. So, but the point I really want to talk about because I always say like I'm a content creator, this is what most of my co- like, content is about. So. I've had this conversation with a couple people in my life recently and I thought that I think it's a fascinating one and I don't know I wanted to bring it to the podcast and it's the idea of that I feel like I've heard many many times of people saying like well you know it's just a part of social media of getting negative comments like eventually you'll get hate like not everyone's gonna like you and like all this sort of stuff like I just I feel I hear that so often of like just because you like basically how do I want to word this like because you're putting yourself on the internet you are subjecting yourself to hate and you need to be like accepting of that and I'm just like I'm not here for that like it's sad to me that that's our reality that like everyone's kind of innate initial thought to say to someone is like well you kind of just have to learn to get over that because it's going to happen and it's like why are we accepting that that's the norm and that should happen like it's honestly just like more sad to me because like i have been bullied online and it's just like i just really wish it wasn't a thing but i know that in my time of being like you know like i say like being a strategic content creator like i've been creating content you know like everybody kind of has since instagram came out and facebook but you know more as a career now i have really not received much hate. Like, I've I've received like one or two comments that were just kind of like unnecessary, but nothing that was like so damaging to me that it's like I'm questioning this entire career, which happens to a lot of people. So again, I'm like, the the lack mentality is coming in where it's like everybody's voices are coming in my head, but I'm sticking with this topic of like, why can I, and, and you and everyone, why can't we just attract only good people to see my stuff? And if they don't align with it, that they just do not comment. Because unless I'm doing something that is, like, absolutely so not okay to be putting on the internet, to be believing, like, you know, there's so many things that I could list, but I'm not going to get too political, of, like, people should just brush it off and go to the next one. Like we see so much content in one day. I hate that we've just like normalized people writing hate on people's content that they don't know when it's like, there's literally hundreds and thousands of more videos you can be watching in the time of you like commenting a negative comment. And if it's like really, really not impacting you, I just do not understand why somebody would comment something negative about to someone that they do not know. And I just, like, the blanket statement of, like, oh, well, that's just the name of the game just because I put myself out there, like, I've just said many times before, like, I think we were given social media to learn more about others and, like, normalize things that we do and get more comfortable being our true selves. Like, I truly believe that and, like, I i don't know if i've brought that up on the podcast before but i've made tiktoks about it and like tiktok is just not really the place for that because i just like i need to talk more in long form about that because i feel like that's like okay jenny what are you talking about but i just feel like seriously like right now in this period of my life i feel like the most like myself in a long time or maybe like ever and i really attribute that a lot to like TikTok and starting a business and being on you know having a podcast and speaking my truth and like specifically TikTok though because it's like I see things and again this is kind of like a subliminal asking for permission but anyways like people doing things that maybe I do like secretly do and don't really tell people about because maybe I'm embarrassed I don't know if it's normal and I see other people normalizing it and then it helps me accept myself more fully which again kind of asking for permission of like is this okay to do when it's like you know the answer yes it is if you know if you truly know you know what i'm saying but it's just like that's really it's kind of hard for me to explain honestly but that's how i truly feel about it like i feel more accepting of myself i feel like i've talked about before like i feel more empowered in my body my sexuality like whatever that means for me you know that could be something different for you and just like more embodied. And I like I said, it's like this whole concept of like living, you know, um, the main character, like living as your if you're the main character and like romanticizing your life and stuff like that, like okay, yes, that might be that's those terms are very much overused right now, but it, it's so true, like It really does and like this hot girl aesthetic hot girl walks whatever like we're naming all these things but it's more like living a more healthy aligned lifestyle taking walks for our mental health and like getting outside and getting exercise and it's promoting all these like really great things for us if you know used in balance And I just think, like, truly, like, there, you know, again, this is another balance thing of, like, if you're constantly recording TikToks and, you know, whatever, is that necessarily good because you're not living fully in the moment? And I, I hear that argument from people, but for me personally, because I've gotten so efficient at taking videos and things, it, like, if I'm making a vlog, that is two minutes out of my entire day or my entire weekend, like, that is still living in the moment and then I'm so happy to rewatch those videos and like live in that joy again And, and it really helps me like I think I've said this before but I have a lot of videos and pictures on my phone and I do go back to like you know Facebook videos or like reels or TikToks if I'm in a like a funk and I'm sad and then I go back and see all the amazing beautiful things that I've done and all the amazing people in my life then I'm like life is not like why am I getting so down on myself like life is so good I have all these people around me I've done all these amazing things and it really does help me like feel more excited about my life and it makes me like appreciate smaller things like seriously like when I literally just like like the other weekend when I was like in this, in our friend's Jeep, like after going out, I was just like, oh my God, this is so much fun. I took a video of it and it was like out of a movie and it was like, it wasn't taking me out of the moment. It was actually making me more in the moment because I was like, I freaking love this. So anyways, that's kind of like a ramble about that. But I just would like to think, like I don't know if I'm delusional, but like I'll be delusional, whatever. I just like to think that the people who like wouldn't like my content or don't like my content would just keep scrolling and not take time out of their day or energy to reply unkindly. And like same goes for my podcast. Like if you don't like the podcast, like there's thousands of other podcasts. Same for content creators. There's thousands of other content creators where you can watch their videos. like. I just don't understand why people, like, comment negative things when there's so much content out there to watch. And, you know, I'm not going to be for everyone, but I don't think that gives people the right to be mean to me online when they literally do not know me. And, you know, I ended up going into the back end of TikTok and Instagram, and I actually, like, blocked mean words on these platforms because I just, like, the reason I did this is because, one, I personally am very sensitive. I am a... um, What am I, cancer rising? There's Pisces and cancer in my chart somewhere, so we're a sensitive girly over here. And, you know, I just, I literally can't handle that. So, like, ignorance is bliss, but also I'm just, like, not attracting it. And I'm going to get into a whole, there's, like, I have two more stories that basically is why I did this. So I saw this TikTok of, like, this Canadian guy who put a key under his doormat. So if anyone were to try and break into his house, like the first thing that they would look at is like under the, you know, the doormat to see like, is there a key or something? And so to that person, it seems like immediately when they find this key, they're like, oh my God, we found the key, like, let's get in. And he had the mindset of like, if somebody saw that key, it would maybe give them a moment to think like, and have a moment to themselves to be like, should I actually do this and go ahead with this? And it might, in that second, change their mind to them not do it. And the key actually went to, like, a safety deposit box at, like, a bank near him with, like, some money and, like, some resources for help or something like that. Which was, like, so... I just, like, that was awesome. It could have just been a bit, I don't know. But I was, like, that is so cool. So, I just felt like this kind of was the same concept to me of like I don't know what happens if somebody comments and like their blocked message like their blocked words but I would hope that maybe it like would pop up and say like they can't comment this and like it's against the guy you know whatever and it would help them kind of like notice their behaviors because it's kind of the idea of like you know when you set your phone to like lock everything after or like what is it like the time thing where it locks you out of like say social media after five hours or whatever you've set it to and it's like yeah of course you can just like go in and like turn it off for like the rest of the day or 15 minutes or an hour or whatever but if you do it for like 15 more minutes and then you keep getting notifications like well it's up it's up it's up you it, these little like things in your it's little seeds in your head being like oh my god okay i've been really turning this off like a lot i should probably stop so it's like i feel like we should all collectively do this and block these words like i blocked words like and i'm gonna curse here but like dumb stupid bitch like just common words that people might comment, like literally anything I could think of, so that it helps people recognize that, oh shit, I've been commenting a lot of bad stuff on people's videos. I probably should check myself and see, like, maybe why am I doing this? And hopefully they don't do it in the future to other people who maybe don't have as tough skin as, like, again, my skin is not that tough, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's probably tougher than, like, say, someone that's literally in high school who's like, you know maybe never gotten any hate and they're trying to like be on this platform just for fun and then somebody like beats them apart it's like you what's the like cliche saying of like you don't remember how people like look you remember how what they said to you or whatever it is it's like truly like (laughs) so many of the mean things that happened to me growing up I will almost probably never forget them and like that that goes for like again I'm gonna get into it um literally get into it right now but um just let me get into this one other story first, is that I was, um, in terms of, like, you guys, I'm just curious, like, again, you know, we have opened the questions on the Google form that is in the newsletter, it's on my highlights on Instagram, so if you guys, like, want to ask any, for any advice, or give any feedback, or you can always email us, you know, at hi me, and just, like, title it like podcast question or comment or whatever is easiest for you but I was listening to I think it was the what we said podcast a while ago and somebody had wrote in being like I need your advice like I found out my boyfriend is writing like nasty comments from like an anonymous account on TikTok I didn't know he had on other people's TikToks and she was like what do I do and when I was thinking that I was like absolutely not like if my boyfriend was doing that immediately no immediately no like no room for hate over here literally like the most inclusive person like if you are talking hate like if you're talking shit for no reason on somebody that you do not know like I am leaving the room like I I just can't do that like there is a healthy amount of talking again with your friends and venting and things like that but like just blatant hate to people you do not know especially on the internet like just absolutely not and again I just want to reiterate like healthy balanced talk about things you're going through with your friends but like just unnecessary hate like it's just we we don't not have space for that here okay like our energy should be put to other things and that gets me into kind of wrapping that whole story up of like I just do not receive any of that and I was watching this TikTok I think her name is Elise I'm I don't really know I'm honestly not the best with like names of everybody because I follow so many people and I only really I'm on like a name basis with a couple content creators that I watch a lot But she was telling this story about how she when she worked in customer service and somebody came up to her and was, like, so freaking rude to her. And all she said was just, like, I don't receive that and walked away. That has been, like, game-changing to me recently. Like, I'm, like, absolutely. I do not receive that. Like, and that just, like, takes all of your power back to things. And, like, again, if I were to get hate, would I act that way necessarily immediately? No. My feelings would probably be hurt. But, again, working through that and I just... I love the idea of I don't receive that, and I wanted to pass that along to you guys because maybe you haven't seen her content, and that was, like, really game-changing for me, and I really liked it, and then two more things, just, like, some takeaways that I had was that our thoughts become our reality. I swear to freaking God, you may not believe it, but I do because recently I had a conversation with someone, and I was like, I really don't want to see her. Like, I hope I don't run into her. Like, I haven't run into this person in so long. I shit you not. I'm at lunch with my friend. The girl I'm talking about passes the window maybe 20 minutes later. And I was like, I gasped. I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, your thoughts become reality. And that was the perfect example for me. This also happened to me a couple years ago where I didn't want to run into somebody that just moved into my town in New York. And literally that night i ran into her at the grocery store and i was like oh my gosh so anyways did that need to be put into the story probably not but i enjoyed it (laughs) so it's just powerful and then the next thing is about the idea of you can heal your life by louise hay and i've been hearing this in the past a lot because one it was on the what we said podcast jc was talking about it my brother and i talk about this all the time This is also I'm pretty sure in The Four Agreements, which is like one of the best self-help books I've ever read. It's like super easy to read as well. Like it's a really quick read, so I highly recommend. But it kind of just wraps everything up about this conversation of like the idea that words don't have a meaning unless you give them meaning. And only if we agree on the meaning is it true to us. So the idea with the specifics of these books is the idea that if somebody insults you and says like, oh you're blue it's like well no obviously i'm not like i'm clearly not blue so i don't agree with that statement so it doesn't offend you and like maybe a more realistic one is like if somebody says you're stupid but like you had like an amazing gpa in high school you went to an ivy league school you're in grad school at an ivy league school like you're obviously not stupid like that's just factually not true you're not going to agree with that statement so it's not insulting to you but then say, going back to, you know, talking about comments when you grow up and stuff, say someone your whole life, you haven't had this, quote, you know, societally said nose, you know, whatever that means. Because again, these are all constructs. Like, what is beauty? It's so subjective. We've just put this box <laughs> around this this person, this look that is supposed to be beautiful, but like, that's so subjective. Anyways, I'm being very politically correct with that. But say somebody's like, people have been making fun of your nose forever. So, somebody comes to you and they say, mm, you, you need a nose job. Like, your nose is weird. You're going to agree with that because it's something you've been insecure about your entire life because people have said it to you and you agree with that statement. So, it's going to upset you and you're going to take it personally. So, really, the takeaway that I take from these two things is that we really cannot take anything personally because we assign the meaning to things. So if someone is giving you hate that has nothing to do with them and, I mean, everything to do with them and not you. Sorry, I wrote that wrong in my notes. I'm just gonna say it again because I jumbled it. If someone is giving you hate that has everything to do with them and not you, and they're probably hurting you because hurt people hurt people, and it really does bring me peace to know that nobody doing better than me is going to comment something negative things to comment negative things about me period nobody doing better than me is going to comment negative things about me period because they don't have time they want if like <laughs> when i see people doing good and being happy i'm happy for them like why would i it's it's like the last episode i had about like being cringy and seeing someone doing something cringy it's like why would i knock them down when really like again it's it's just again this is a skill that i've just gotten better at over the years but it's like being introspective to be like why am i getting triggered by this And it's really almost usually like I'm jealous that they are more confident in that moment and don't feel weird dancing in the streets of New York City with nobody around them, you know? And I think if we just have more empathy and compassion and sympathy and stillness, like I think, you know, when I think about times where maybe my first reaction would be to comment something mean, it is because I am moving way too quickly, I am frustrated in my own life and I take it out on somebody else. And I really, really try and, like, take a step back when I'm doing things like that, but not everybody's like that. Again, that's a muscle that you have to work to get better at. So, again, I'm hoping none of you do this (laughs) because you're all so sweet and introspective, right? Um, So, and then, like, one more quote. I have actually two quotes because I have a quote from somebody that sends me, like, a a quote like a couple every couple days to text and then it was another quote that jc said on what we said but it was i think it's from louise hay as well of something just like to round it out is like the quote i might butcher it but it's something like to be like another is to shrivel the soul and we're not here to be like other people we're here to be our unique individual selves and it's just so true like we're not here to mold to other people like you're your own unique self and that's what makes you special like you don't want to be like anybody else and I think the first, I didn't even have this written down, but I was just thinking like when I was going to agencies in New York City again, like when I was trying to re-sign in 2018 when I was still in college, I was going to all these agencies and one of the main questions they would ask me is what models do you look up to and what models do you want to be like? And my first thought was I don't want to be like anybody else. I want to be me. And it's like, so funny I was saying that as like a 22 year old like literally like I just I don't know I feel like that's a common question we get in life of like who do you look up to and like who do you want to be like who inspires you things like that which that's good I mean again take that with a grain of salt but I just think like in the world of you know there's a lot of oversaturation in this world and I think to want to be exactly like somebody else I mean this is a whole other rabbit hole i won't even really get into this but the point i want to leave you with is just you want to be yourself you're your unique sauce like i always say and you want to be the only you and that's what makes you so special so anyways i'm rambling i will leave you with this quote that i really enjoyed it is when you begin to shift your focus from doing everything to doing the right things you'll start to see yourself make forward movement and end up in places you've always imagined and that's by Lindsay Aaron. She is the host of, she has so many things going on. She has like the Daring Romantics. She has podcasts. She's a graphic designer. I think it's Third Story Apartments. She does website design. She has like the Pep Talks. That's where these texts come from. So go check her out. I really like her stuff. The Pep Talks app is amazing and gives you like little affirmations like several times a day. I really like it. So I hope that you guys like this episode. Again, it was kind of jumbled, but I feel like I kind of rounded it out to give you some inspiration for the week. I hope you enjoyed my funny story. Worry about following my butt and i love you guys as always you can find us on instagram at attracting abundance podcast and tiktok at a abundance podcast again hold me accountable i have not been posting any videos but i have been super busy so i hope to get more videos on there you can also get on the newsletter like i always tell you guys you can just sign up for that we have a highlight on our instagram and we have the google forms to ask for any questions or advice as well you can totally email us or you can leave us a dm i would love to you know get the tea from you guys like i would love to answer questions about certain things that would be really really fun for me and i'm excited that it's already starting to happen and i want it to still happen and happen more so i have to go to dinner guys love you see you next time get up get up